The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN, get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube channel for a truly DJ afternoon complete with drafts, pickles, and prizes. Live sweats more. The fun starts at 1230 Pacific Time, New Year's Eve. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants it again. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guy. It's me, really rough, villain rough, it's rough from Virginia here at your service. <laughs> and coming off of a great day where we had a very, very good day in Thursday Night Football, I have Scott Studio right show with me. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Overall, uh, went well. I can't complain. Had a nice overall Thursday night game. Not as nice as yours because Elijah Moore scored the touchdown, so that was a nice plus price for you. But mm-hmm. I ended up going three and one with my bets, uh, two and one on the props, and I had the Browns money line. Uh, Browns, uh, sorry, minus seven as my lock, and that got there easily. Joe Flacco, apparently still elite, but good for him. Uh, Cleveland clinched the playoff spot. Stefanski might win Coach of the Year. Good showing by them. My Jets embarrassed themselves on TV again. It's happened for years, so not exactly shocked, but looking forward to the afternoon games here for Sunday. Flacco should really be comeback player of the year, like legitly. I still think Hamlin's going to win it, but I would vote for Flacco if I had a choice. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and talk about these games. We got a short slate for us. Four games on the afternoon slate in week 17 of NFL action. First game up on the docket is... Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks open up minus two and a half. They're currently laying minus three and a half. 41 is the total. I mean, it's Tomlin as a dog. It's Tomlin as a dog. Yep. You don't – Tomlin as a dog. Tomlin off a dog. Tomlin as a dog. Like, we're just not going to question it. It's Tomlin as a dog. As much as, nope. you know, yeah. you kind of want to play an angle for Seattle here that, hey, they've had a bunch of close games and they found a way to get it done and they continue to find ways to get it done. They're making this push for the playoffs. You got to remember, they were also in a bunch of close games that they probably should have lost. Yeah, I, I'm, they should have lost to the Eagles, it. and they almost lost to Ryan Tannehill last week. So I'll pass. I'll take the Steelers plus three and a half in the money one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not laying points with. They had extra prep time too. A reminder: they played earlier in the week against Cincinnati. So they have extra a couple days to actually yeah. prep for this game. And you get T.J. Watt plus Tomlin plus Steelers as a dog is a pretty good system that I don't like fading. Once again, I don't think Despite, Seattle's that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're okay. Like, but You understand why both of these two teams are 8-7. and seven. And ultimately, Thomas still has to make the streak. Like, he has to continue the streak here. He needs one more win to continue the streak. Do we wait for Baltimore to chance that win? No freaking way. We go ahead and we get the win now, but we know we can get it on the road at Seattle, where Seattle team probably, you know, could be – like, I guess they're, they, I know they're playing for their playoff wise, but – 
man, when I say that they probably should have lost a couple of these games already, I, I think that Pitt, Pittsburgh is the only way to go. That I This game screams potential. If Seattle's going to win, it's going to be a one-possession game. So even if yeah. Seattle's winning three and a half still feels like a pretty good deal because this game could finish on three. So I'm taking yeah. Pittsburgh. And they're going to win. I feel pretty good about it, to be honest. Uh, Mason Rudolph looked good in his first start. Now, I will admit yeah. a lot of it was yak. I uh, threw a slant pass to Pickens, and he ran about 80 yards. But still, he looked good back there. The defense looked good against Browning and Cincinnati. Maybe they turned a corner. Maybe they figured something out. But Seattle, I'm still not impressed on. A win's a win, but barely beating Ryan Tannehill <laughs> and a bad Tennessee team isn't going to wow me by any means. Give me the Steelers money line at probably around plus 135, 140. All right. Yeah. Total 41. I'm on the under. I think I'm going to lean under because Seattle barely scored against Tennessee, but I don't feel great about it. But I think I'll lean under. I think Rudolph's not going to be as good, but I also don't think that Geno's going to throw like two or three picks like Browning did. So I'm going to lean to the under, hoping that both quarterbacks don't give up a bunch of short fields. All right. Next game on slate to the loss. I mean, this is just, I mean, well, I don't know. I actually am kind of higher on these two teams after recent, like, but the Los Angeles Chargers are on the road going to play division rival Denver Broncos. Broncos open up minus one. They're currently minus three and a half. Two, I mean, not two thirty-six. I'm over here thinking I'm in the freaking NBA. Thirty-six and a half is total here it's for the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, we are now moved on past Brandon Staley, so I actually like this team a little bit more now. And for the Denver Broncos, it looks like that they're moving past Russell Wilson. So is and check out see what Denver has to offer while they interesting term of development i don't know if that's either like do we fade broncos for that or do we back them i saw stidham play a bit last year it's actually pretty funny because the exact same situation that happened to Derek carr last year is happening to russell wilson now and Jarek stidham <laughs> was the backup quarterback for Derek carr it's the same exact situation but now he's starting yeah. the last couple games i thought stidham was fine last year he barely played, but he almost beat the Niners. You might remember that game. So he he had some moments last year. Now, I don't think Stidham's that good. I don't think Russ is that good either. So you can argue the drop-off isn't going to be that noticeable. I guess the question, though, is say, uh, you're looking at the Chargers, who had extra prep time for this game because they lost that heartbreaker to Buffalo in what was a close game. New coach angle, which gave him a little bit of a spark. I understand the line dropped, but I don't know if Russ is actually worth like three points compared to Stidham. I think I'm going to lean Chargers. It's kind of a toilet bowl vibe to it where I think I'm just going to take. Yeah, that's ultimately how I came to my decision that with matter of fact, let's just go ahead and give it to him. I know Denver's record isn't arguably bad enough, but watching this team play offense is a toilet bowl game. Like I I, I just can't, but I'm going to lean Chargers in an ugly game stick. I might have underestimated. He's not good enough to start. He can be a backup in the league for a couple of years. Like he's mobile. He can create some plays here and there. Uh, but I'm looking at the Broncos, kind of seeing their playoff hopes fade into oblivion as they lost to the Patriots at home. If you lose to New England at home, I'm not picking it to cover three and a half against the Chargers mm-hmm. in a division rivalry game. Give me the Chargers with a new coach. At least they showed a life against the playoff team in Buffalo. That's good enough for me. I'll take the three and a half. Yeah. I'm I'm taking the points. I'm not laying with Denver. I'll just take the points. Say Denver wins by three and call it a day. I like the under 36 and a half. 
I think I'm going to lean over, actually. I think I'm going to lean over. I'm not going to treat it the exact same way as the Jets-Browns game yesterday, but I leaned to the over in that game solely because I just thought that the total was too low. I think 36 and a half is too low. I do think that Stidham's going to look fine. So once again, I don't see much of a drop-off between Wilson and Stidham, which means I'm expecting Denver to score like 20 points. And I think that stick is decent enough. I know that New England had a defensive or special teams touchdown. I get it. New England still scored a lot of points in that game, but they moved the ball pretty well. If Zappi's going to move the ball against you, I think Stick can. So I'm going to lean to the over. I think 36 and a half is too low. All right. It won't go over by much, but I think it finds a way into the high 30s, low 40s. So I'll lean over. Okay. I'm with you. I feel that. All right. So before we get to the next game of slate, got to talk to you about our New Year's Eve party at SGPN live stream over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. We have a whole bunch of guests, a whole bunch of superstars on the stream, live pickums, live drafts, live sweeps, and of course, prizes Sunday, 1230 p.m. Pacific time, New Year's Eve, the ultimate New Year's Eve party at SGPN. We're also brought to you by prize picks. I mean, this is the most fun I've ever had trying to win up to 25x of my own money. You can do it in basketball with the combo picks between basketball and football. Like, you can get a Travis Kelsey, LeBron James, little stat pick going on there. You can also so have the injury. Throw, interceptions. throw that in there, yeah. too. Yep, 100%. You have uh, the reboot bonus and the injury insurance. It's the only fantasy sports platform with injury insurance where if your player gets hurt in the first half and doesn't return in the second half, that player's rebuted. Rebooted, and you don't have to worry about anything. You got the void like you want. I mean, I don't, I guess nothing else really to say. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match of $200. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN. Pricepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. We got two more games to talk about here. Cincinnati Bengals going into Burrowhead, as they coined it, to well, play Burrow's the. Not- so I guess it's back to Arrowhead. Play the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I thought it was back to Arrowhead after they bumped them out the playoffs and roots and went that another too. Super Bowl. I'm saying Burrow's not even playing, so that's fine. Minus three for where KC opened up at. They are now minus six and a half. 44 is the total. We saw Jake Browning look like a backup last week. Yep. Does he go back looking like a superstar this week against Kansas City? I don't know what to make of Kansas City's performance last week because they ended up losing, but they gave up zero offensive touchdowns and they had (laughs) back-to-back defensive touchdowns allowed. So Kansas City outplayed them the entire game, basically. The Raiders had no completions in the final three quarters of the game and they still lost, which is almost impossible to do. I can't lay seven with Kansas City. I just can't do it. Cincinnati, I know they have injuries. Chase is still going to be, you know, injured. We'll see what his story is, but they have extra prep time after losing to Pittsburgh. I know the Bengals, you can argue, are falling apart, maybe, but I don't think Kansas City's good. We do the power rankings every week uh, with all of the hosts, and then we compile the like average rating. And you, I, with the greatest salt, because you guys have been disrespecting Kansas City all year. So I will. I, will I was going to say, say I did not have Kansas City on my ratings last week. No, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't. They didn't even make our top ten, even though I had them pretty far up. But it's because you know you guys been dis- disrespecting Kansas City all year. This is what Kansas City does every single season. That and it's just 
maybe to a little bit of a higher extent this year, but they always have that run where they probably lose two, maybe three games or something like that, and everybody doubts them, and then they go on a run to end the season and then parlay that into the, into an AFC championship berth. So I'm comfortable with laying the number with Kansas City here. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to move the ball on this Bengals defense that is incredibly soft, and the defense has been the story for Kansas City all season. I don't think that Jake Browning is going to come out there and look – like a man possessed against this defensive front. I think they're going to be able to get to the quarterback. They're going to get him uncomfortable, and they're going to put him in situations where he's going to turn the ball over. So Browning has been really good. I think he'll have his moments, yes, but this Kansas City defense I think is really, really live, and they're what carries uh, them into the win today. Yeah, the number is a little bit much, but I'll lay it with, with Kansas City. I think Kansas City wins. It's actually going to be close. I actually got them winning by the hook. Give me 17-10. I think that's kind of the point is that I think that even if you expect Kansas City to wake up at some point, they were never very good at covering big spreads. I think Cincinnati hangs in there. I'm not sure if they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a one possession game late. So I'll take the seven. All right. 44. I like the under. Do you like the under? I can't take the, I can't take it over with the chiefs game. I, I, I just can't do it. This offense isn't very good. It sucks. They were one of the most fun teams imaginable, but they're boring. I, I, I can't take overs with their games. I'll lean to the under. All right. Next game. Last game on the slate. Ooh, we, Scott, we're making time here. Yep. Green Bay Packers on the road going to play the Minnesota Vikings in a division. New quarterback. Vikings. 40. Vikings. Who's they told Mullins to take a hike. Oh. Oh, who's starting? They're using Jaron Hall. Oh, Jaron Hall again? Oh, okay. All right, minus three for the Vikings, minus one now, 43 and a half is total. Jaron Hall in at quarterback versus Jordan Love. I, I'm i going to give the edge to Love there. I just haven't seen enough from Hall. Yeah, but this – honestly, I'm just fading Green Bay. This That's is fair. They've, they've not Bay. been good lately. They almost yeah. lost to Carolina last week. This is a fate of Green Bay's defense. The Green, the Green Bay defense is horrible for a team that's – been trying to continuously reload the defensive side of ball for years now. And they just took their best defender on defense and gave him a one game suspension for conduct detrimental to the team by him. One, I don't know how he even got like, I don't know how that even happened. It is a really funny story. I don't know how that happened on your side. I don't know how, you come to Charlotte and you don't let Jair Alexander like even get like an opportunity to go out there and maybe be like quiet as a yeah. silent captain, but be out there. And one, I'm actually disappointed in Jair Alexander for not knowing the terminology to say, like as a guy who has played zero minutes in the NFL, I know the terminology to say <laughs> when you get up there for the coin toss. So I thought the move was say, always you just say we elect to. I thought that's usually the phrase you just say. I mean, I don't even care about the we elect to part. Just say we defer to the second half or kick. He said, yeah. I want the defense out there. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> what the, does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Like, I, so yeah, no. Get on the I, best. And they suspend him for it. Fine. Okay. Did anything bad happen of it? No. I, suspension? One game suspension in a playoff race that you're not out of yet on your one of your best defenders? Yeah, all right. I'm fading this Green Bay team. Just give me Minnesota. I really to this day, care. by the way, it's still probably kid. like one of my favorite commercials. But are you a different animal and the same beast? Fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's such a great Yeah, commercial. I just but I'm fading it. I'm fading this Green Bay team. Give me Minnesota. 
Both teams are banged up though, because Hawkins is out for the year. Shame what happened yep. to him; his knee got destroyed. Uh, good news, having great. Do we do we really need him? We have Justin Jefferson. And Nobody no can guard Jefferson, especially with Jair being out. So I think Jefferson might go for 200 yards. I, I, that's going to be the interesting part, though. Do you think Hall can actually get him the ball? Mullins had 400 yards last week and four interceptions. I think he might be try. the only backup quarterback of all time to get benched after a 400-yard game. But the turnovers were brutal, <laughs> and I do think they needed some stability there, at least to limit the mistakes. Hall's more mobile, so he can run a little bit. We saw that at BYU. I do think that Minnesota is – I think it's going to be a very close game. I love the over in this game. I see a lot of points. So I love the over as my favorite play. But I think for this one, you know what? I'm going to go with Minnesota. Yes. Let's do it. Right, let's, let's fade this in Minnesota at home. It's a night game division. It's in. It's going to be a very solid atmosphere there in Minnesota. Packers almost lost to Carolina. Bryce Young had a career game against you, and now Jair's out. I think Minnesota can move the ball, but I love the over. I think the total is too low. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm all over the over. And matter of fact, just to go ahead and throw out there, I know we didn't really talk about props, and we're going to talk about it in the show with our pick prospects lineups, but Justin Jefferson needs uh, – hold on. I just sent it in a group chat because I thought it was a good play on Jefferson for this week and next week. He needs 177 yards to get to 1,000 on the season to continue of – Having a streak of a thousand yards, two seasons. weeks. He he might get that. On one, I one think game. he is. He I really and I think he's going to get majority of it this game. I really think he's going to get majority. Like who else are you throwing the ball to? Why would you try to throw the ball to anybody else if he's open? Be to throw the ball that's basically it. And then we no, know they Addison's can't run hurt. The ball. Addison's out. Oh, that's right. Addison's hurt. Osborne. Yes. They can't run the ball, bro. It's 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 Jefferson, bro. Jefferson's going to have like yeah, of course it's Jefferson. But I'm saying he might go for like ten catches, one hundred ninety, and it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I'm all over it. I'm all over Justin Jefferson this week. I think we ladder Justin Jefferson all the way up, and that's how we that's how we make our money in this game. I'm with you on over though, even though yep. it's Sunday Night Football. I'm with you on over. I, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm completely out on this Green Bay team. Like I'm completely out on this Green Bay team. That was just I, fine. Nobody told you you had to suspend him. Nobody said you had to suspend him. Nobody. It's also a meaningful game. I would have probably waited. To You're trying to make the playoffs. 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 And you and Jaron Hall was announced the starter, and you take away one of your best defenders. They deserve to lose this game. I'm over. I'm over Green Bay in the decision. I'm not. I, I'm not a big Lafleur guy. I made a case for him to win Coach of the Year if they could win the division. It was mostly just a spot with the price. I don't think he's a good coach. I just thought it was a decent spot I'm, for the narrative. I'm over. I'm completely over. Completely over that Green Bay team. All right. Before we get to uh, our lock dog in a prize picks lineup, got to talk to you about Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analyst platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research everything from the NFL, NBA, soccer with historical stats and data. And you can enter a parlay idea into the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. Get the hit rates broken down by leg. You get an expected probability. You get all of that. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Visit hofbets.com. Excuse me, hofbets.com. Use code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month and start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. For my lock. Are you going with that over? Nah, give me the under in the um, Cincinnati and Kansas City Chiefs game. Under 44. I'm, I understand that even though Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, his offense isn't that good this year. And he's throwing out, to, he's throwing a ball to a bunch of bums, to be honest. And yep. you have, 
this really, really good defense, and they've been playing off the back of the defense. And how do how have they been getting covers all year at this number? Is because the defense has been playing really well, limited the other team to scoring points, which they did last week. It just so happened that Patrick Mahomes gave them 14 free ones. But yeah, under 44. I will take that as my lock for my dog. It's clearly Pittsburgh. Like, there's not even a chance that my mind is anybody else than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to get this done. The streak stays alive, and all is well in the NFL. Let's go, Mike Tomlin, as a dog. All right. Uh, so for me, uh, my lock's going to be Pittsburgh plus three and a half. I I thought about the money line, but I like a play more with a bigger price as my dog. Give me Steelers plus three and a half. Tomlin as a dog. Extra prep time. DJ Watts healthy. I don't think Seattle's that good. A lot of reasons to like Pittsburgh in the spot. So I'll jump in at plus three and a half as my lock. For my dog, give me Justin Jefferson over 109 and a half receiving yards at plus 270. I think that's a very good price. I think yeah. Jefferson might be in line for 150 in this game. Alexander's not going to play. You can ladder it up. We talked about it before. But 109 and a half at plus 270? Hell yeah, I'm going to take that. That's a great price. That'll be my dog. All right, prospects lineup. I already threw Justin Jefferson more than 77 and a half receiving yards in there. That's such a low number in general. 77 and a half is crazy. I lied That's to 78 and a half. I lied yeah. to Either way, it's still low as hell. I also took the liberty of adding Jordan Love more than half interception. Okay. I, I think that this Vikings defense under Brian Flores is very, very opportunistic. They're going to they're send the house at him every play, so I'm I'm fine with that. You want, right, you want Gino one more. over half? Uh, do we have It is against Gino? Pittsburgh. That does, pretty, that does check out pretty well. No, nah, it doesn't. We don't have Gino. The only people that we have in the late slate is Pat, Jaron, and Aiden O'Connell. Oh, wait, Aiden O'Connell. No, a lot. Aiden O'Connell is uh, – no, yeah, no, that's not – that's in the one class slate. I'm not – I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Trying to Let's think if there's any players that I actually like in any of these games. Like Pickens is tempting, but all his productions from like one or two catches every game. So the, the, like you, you're kind of threading the needle there. I don't trust the ground game. Uh, do you have anything you like? Let's see here. Uh, we can go for. Do they have like stick rushing yards or something? Oh uh, yeah, we can let's see if we can find Eason stick rushing yards. I cashed at any time. I almost had a two touchdown bet on him last week. No, I don't have oh wait, 19 and a half. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean he's they gotta unleash him as a rusher at some point, right? Uh, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> we're talking about the Chargers, so I, I don't know what they are actually going to do half the time. But let me just look at his rushing yards last game. Because he's mobile, but they don't really call him any design runs for him, which is kind of mm-hmm. annoying. Uh, so let me just quickly see what his rushing yards was last week. He had 25. He had seven carries. I mean, he had one ca- he had one run, though, for 21 yards. So you're looking for, like, an outlier there. Oh, let's I'm- take it. Let's take it. Okay, you want to take it? All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we have Easton Stick more 19 and a half rushing yards. We have Jordan Love more than half interception. And we have Justin Jefferson more than 78, 78 and a half receiving yards. So those three picks in your underdog contest will pay five to one. $20 gets you $100. $100 gets you $500. Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Nice and short episode. And a reminder that we're going we're gonna to be done with the Thursday night games because there are none left. But we're back once again for week 18 for the afternoon game. Yep. 
And so if you're watching us on YouTube right now, shout out to the three people. Make sure you like the video on your way out. For anybody else that pops in on YouTube after the make sure you like the video before you hit exit. And for everybody listening to us wherever they get your podcast, make sure you use a five-star rating and review and subscribe and all of that good stuff. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast just kind of like this. We are out of here.